Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go! All right, let's get this show on the road! Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go, woo! This is the Ike Wingate Show. Top of the morning, everyone. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Here's your host, Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to another day, another show. Here we are on Tuesday, April 4th, 2023. Celebrity birthdays on the way. This day in history, random facts plus headlines from around the country and around the world. That's all coming up for you this hour. Later in the show, would you ever try a peanut butter and jelly burger? Well, they are coming to a fast food chain soon. Stranger Than Fiction features a stolen 15-foot spoon. And we've got some good news. An Uber driver offering up his kidney. All that and more is coming up today on the show. This hour is being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law. Online at OzarkJustice.com or give them a call, 479-253-1234. And taking a look now, celebrity birthdays, Austin Mahone is 27 that uh, he is from mm, yeah with Pitbull yeah singer Jamie Lynn Spears the little sister to Britney Spears and of course she was on Zoe 101 she is 32 today Natasha Leone, who plays Nadia on Russian Doll is 44 James Roday who is Sean on Psych 47 David Blaine levitator magician just an odd cat. He's 50 today. Jill Scott, Grammy award-winning singer, 51 today. Nancy, I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought she's a singer, isn't she? Maybe not. Okay, she's an actress. I'm sorry. Nancy McKeon is 57. She plays Joe on The Facts of Life. And Robert Downey Jr. is 58 today. Iron Man extraordinaire. David Cross from Arrested Development. Just a funny dude. Um, 59 today. Robbie Wrist, Cousin Oliver on the Brady Bunch, 59 today. Graham Norton, the British talk show host, is 60. Hugo Weaving, who plays Elrod, the Elf King in Lord of the Rings, is 63. David E. Kelly, the superstar writer-producer of HBO's Big Little Lies, is 67. Steve Gatlin of the Gatlin Brothers, 72. Craig T. Nelson, you remember him as Coach. With Dauber and Luther and the gang, he is 79 today. Clive Davis, rec- uh, the record business legend, is 91. Man, he is getting up there. Uh, this is Tell a Lie Day. That's what today is? My goodness. Uh, we're five days away from Easter and 23 days to take our daughters and sons to work day. How about that? All right, on this day in history. In 1841, America's ninth president, William Henry Harrison, died of pneumonia just one month after his inauguration. He was the first U.S. president to die 
in office. Then eight other presidents died in office. After him, Zachary Taylor, just nine years later. Abraham Lincoln, of course, in 1865. James Garfield in 1881. William McKinley in 1901. Warren G. Harding in 1923, Franklin Delano, uh, Delano, Delano Roosevelt, 1945, John F. Kennedy, 1963. In 1960, on this date, the original version of Ben-Hur swept the Oscars and won 11 awards. 59 years ago uh, today, the Beatles occupied the top five spots on the Hot 100 can't buy me love at number one twist and shout at number two she loves you yeah yeah number three and then uh i want to hold your hand at four and please please me at number five and on this date 1968 dr martin luther king jr was shot and killed on the balcony of a memphis hotel riots broke out in over 100 american cities 39 additional people lost their lives In 1975, Microsoft founded by Bill Gates and Paul Allen in Albuquerque, New Mexico on this date. And then uh, Pepsi dumped Madonna as its spokesperson after the video for Like a Prayer came out because of its blasphemous nature against the Vatican. That was in 1989. Rascal Flatts released their fourth album, Me and My Gang, with What Hurts the Most and My Wish. On this date in 2006, Beyonce married Jay-Z in New York on two, uh, this date in 2008, and Roger Ebert passed away on this date in 2013. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts. A dragonfly has a lifespan of six months, so every day counts for sure. There are places in Chile's, I should say Chile's, Atacama Desert, Atacama, Atacama Desert, Chile's Atacama Desert. There's places there where rain has never been recorded. Yeah, a bit dry, you might say. Bulgarians are known to be the biggest yogurt eaters in the world. Yeah, Bulgarians love their yogurt for some reason. You remember the Pixar movie Up, where the little old man is in his house that he doesn't want to leave and the balloons are flying him all over the place? Well, you know there's a specific number of balloons in that movie and that that number is 10,297 balloons were carrying that little old man's house. Smallest bones in the human body are found in your ear. If you're able to fall asleep within five minutes, it likely means you're sleep-deprived. If you have healthy sleep habits, it should take you about 10 to 15 minutes to fall asleep. And your final random fact here, slugs have four noses. Those are your random facts. Good morning. And this hour is being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com. Or you can reach them on the phone at 479-253-1234. Getting a look now at your headlines from around the country and around the world. European governments and NATO's Secretary General demanded Russia release the Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich yesterday. 
The European members of the UN Security Council considering denouncing Moscow in the forum for detailing, uh, for detaining, sorry, Gershkovich and invading Ukraine. Today, Russia held the first working day of its month-long presidency of the council. Russia's ambassador to the UN declined to discuss the journalist's case in any detail, citing in a UN news conference what he referred to as the separation of powers in the Russian justice system. The State Department working to designated Gershkovich as wrongfully detained, according to the National Security Council. Oil prices jumped after Saudi Arabia and other leading members of the OPEC cartel said they will cut production. Brent Futures, the international oil benchmark, rose 6.3% yesterday to $84.93. Prices recorded the biggest one-day jump since March of 2022 shortly after Russia invaded Ukraine. Whether crude prices continue to climb depends on several factors, including the degree of which producers actually follow through on cuts, mid-side, I'm sorry, mid-size producers' supplies, demand from China, and the recent banking upheaval in the U.S. and Europe. U.S. stock markets, the S&P 500 ticked up 0.4% yesterday, and the Dow Industrials 1%, and tech-heavy NASDAQ composite declined 0.3%. Of course, the big news today, Donald Trump is going to be arraigned. He arrived at Trump Tower in New York ahead of the arraignment. He arrived yesterday afternoon. And, of course, outside, helicopters buzzed overhead and the streets were packed with onlookers. The former president expected to surrender later today and appear in the state court in Manhattan in the afternoon. So surrender in the morning, appear in court in the afternoon. A judge is set to unseal the indictment, which will provide the first public look at the charges Trump faces to his role in a hush money payment to porn star Stormy Daniels before the 2016 election. Trump expanded his defense team with attorney Todd Blanche, who has represented former Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort uh, in a previous matter. The former president denied an affair with Daniels and any wrongdoing. New York City officials said they were deploying extra police officers and warned that demonstrators uh, warned demonstrators that anyone violent would be arrested. Those are your headlines from around the country and around the world. And we are headed to a high today of 81. And we do have a chance of rain this afternoon, mainly windy today as well. And uh, could maybe even see a severe thunderstorm or two uh, tonight as well, as uh, we can expect rain and a low of 52 tomorrow, mostly sunny and a high near 60. It looks like the next several days, highs in the 60s. Well, there's always people out there that uh, indulge in... Maybe odd food combinations, you know, the peanut butter and banana sandwich, if you're like Elvis. Uh, other things as well, but this is a new one. I don't think I could, uh, I don't think I can get on board with it, but see what you think. Uh, the fast food chain Culver's, which we don't, I don't even think we have any around here, but uh, when I lived in Tennessee, uh, there's several there, and uh, it's, yeah, it's good food. Yeah, good, good burger for sure. And uh, they are unveiling or testing, I should say, a new bacon cheeseburger. So bacon, cheese, and peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, it's called the PB, PBB&J Pub Burger. The PBB, okay, so it's peanut butter, bacon, and jelly. A peanut butter, bacon, and jelly cheeseburger, right? You're going to have cheese, 
peanut butter. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about this. Uh, I would try it for free. Uh, it's a single patty with cheese and two strips of bacon on a pretzel bun. Then there's a healthy layer of peanut butter under the patty and what looks like a big glob of grape jelly. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. I'm going to take. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this. I don't know. Uh, I think I would try this. It actually looks pretty good. Maybe I'm just kind of kind of hungry here, I guess. But uh, anyway, uh, no, no idea if they're planning to roll it out to additional stores. Someone, I guess, saw it, ordered it in Wisconsin, and it went, you know, viral online or whatever. Sonic did have a bacon jam cheeseburger a couple years ago with a savory bacon onion jam. I mean... That sounds good to me. Uh, so we've seen jelly on burgers before, but they usually go a little fancier with it. This looks more like a spool, <laughs> a spoonful of Smuckers uh, just plopped right on there. But of course, the Sonic Burger didn't have peanut butter, so that is a different, a different aspect to it. And the cost to this PB, B, and J burger is eight dollars and thirty-nine cents. Yeah, kind of kind of high price. I mean, there's several ingredients on there, though. I just don't know how peanut butter and cheese would taste together. I could go with the jelly and the cheese, but the peanut butter is what's throwing me off here with cheese. That just seems, I don't know, that just seems like it would stick to your mouth. I don't know. All right. If you try it, let me know. That is a story from Chew Boom. Good morning. This hour is being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law. Online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call at 479-253-1234. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, this is a new one. Yeah, so people are running around with a giant spoon. No idea what they may have needed it for, but they stole it. The owners of a Dairy Queen in Phoenix are hoping someone comes forward after three people stole a 15-foot red spoon that was bolted to the ground outside. It happened early in the morning on March 25th while the place was closed and the spoon was anchored to the ground and was a popular spot for photos. Kid would, kids would uh, sit in the spoon and, you know, the parents take the picture. Three people showed up with a flatbed trailer. I mean, this was like... this. It may have been an inside job. I don't know, but it, it definitely was not a small-time deal. Uh, seemed planned out, right? Security footage shows them very clearly. Three people. One female, two males, and cops still has a, still haven't ID'd them. I mean, they've got video surveillance of their truck. Pretty unique-looking truck. A nice flatbed trailer. I mean, these people weren't playing around. Police are hoping someone turns them in and said that if you're driving down the street and see a giant red spoon hanging out of someone's car, uh, then you should report it. The owners say if someone drops it back off, they won't ask any questions, okay? But it did cost $3,500 to get this spoon made for delivery and installation, and that puts it above the threshold for a felony. So these three people are facing a felony. Yeah, better return it. The owners uh, have offered a reward if someone finds the spoon and reports it. They get a free blizzard! In every flavor this summer. Okay, you're going to have to up it. I think you're going to have to up the... <laughs> I don't know what's stranger. The crime or the reward? That is stranger than fiction. Good morning.
Well, it's time for Caught Doing Good, being brought to you by the Tees and Trails Townhouse in Bella Vista. If you're looking for a peaceful getaway, come stay right on the golf course and steps away from the Back 40 mountain bike trail. This two-bedroom, two-bathroom townhouse has been newly renovated and sleeps up to eight people comfortably. You can book your stay now at www.teesandtrails.com. That's T-E-E-S-A-N-D trails.com. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. Well, this story comes from New Jersey. This guy needed a kidney. And his Uber driver, well, was driving him around and had an idea pop in his head to donate his kidney. Here's Bill Summiel telling the story about how a stranger turned into his donor and, in turn, saved his life. The vascular center had to send an Uber after me and he had to call an Uber to pick me up. About maybe halfway home, Tim says, God must have put you in my car. When he pulled up in front of my house some 40 minutes later, Tim says, if you'll take my name and number, I'd like to donate a kidney to you. How about that? Right place at the right time? As he said, God put you in my car. Can you imagine donating your kidney to a complete stranger like that? That is definitely a large act of kindness. You got a good story out there. We love telling them. Email them to show at ikewingate.com. And good morning to you. Hope you are having a great Tuesday so far. Here is an interesting story out of North Carolina. Participation trophies. You know them, yes? You think they're too soft? Well, a group of politicians in North Carolina think they are. And now they are now pushing to ban participation trophies. Last Thursday, three Republican state senators in North Carolina introduced the Eliminate Participation Trophies Act that would ban all uh, would ban these trophies at all youth sporting events in North Carolina sponsored by state or local governments in the event Uh, If an event or league gets government funding, any trophies or ribbons they give out would have to be based on, quote, identified performance achievements. The idea is to stop making kids think that they're winners just because they showed up for something. But people in favor of the trophies think the whole topic is overblown. In general, most of these trophies and ribbons go to young kids like six and seven-year-olds. They usually get phased out by middle school at the latest. The question is, are they just a nice, harmless souvenir for kids to get? Or are they damaging these kids in some way? What do you think? 870-505-1518. Participation trophies, should they be outlawed? Is this a good use of the, I guess, servants, the public servants in North Carolina? I don't know. I am all about incentivizing and it, you know, it hurts when you incentivize a kid and they don't reach the goal and they don't get the prize, but isn't that a good lesson? But what about these trophies? You know, I remember playing, wow, what was it? Baseball over, you know, on the baseball, on the uh, practice field in Berryville, and, you know, you'd still get the uh, the participation trophy. Did it, did it mess me up? Maybe it did. Maybe that's what, maybe that's where it all started. Uh, anyway, what do you think? 870-505-1518. Good morning. Now, your headlines. Well, the government has filed its 
pre-sentencing investigation report in the case of an Arkansas man found guilty of eight federal charges for his actions during the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol. Richard Big O. Barnett, 62 years old of Gravit, was convicted by a federal jury on January 23rd, and the government has filed its pre-sentencing investigation report to the court as of yesterday. And the Senate yesterday in Arkansas approved a wide-ranging criminal justice bill that aims, aims to revamp Arkansas's parole system and would require people convicted of the most violent felonies to serve the entirety of their sentences in prison. The Senate voted 29-6 to to send Senate Bill 495 by Senator Ben Gilmore of Crossit to the House. The measure would create the Protect Arkansas Act, along with restructuring the state's parole system. It also aims to establish a task force to study Arkansas's high rate of recidivism, launch a mental health pilot program through the State Department of Human Resources, and increase penalties for certain charges. The 132-page bill includes sections intended to provide incarcerated parents with greater access to their children and allow the administrative office of the courts to contract attorneys to serve in specialty courts. And finally, Missouri Governor Mike Parson announced that the Missouri Department of Public Safety approved a total of $9.9 million in grants to 43 sheriff's offices across the state of Missouri for security and other improvements to local jails. The Greene County and Christian County Sheriff's Office received nearly $1.1 million in grants combined. Jail improvements include cell door lock upgrades, video surveillance equipment, full body scanners, HVAC improvements, and other maintenance and improvement projects. The funding came from the American Rescue Plan Act and was part of Governor Parson's fiscal year 2023 budget plan. Those are your headlines. Good morning. And have you ever had food poisoning? Not a funny thing. I don't know that I've ever officially had it that I know of. Um, I have suspicions. But, you know, where it actually is caused from is always a, you know, you never quite know. Does it does it happen immediately or does it take eight hours or what? What what's the deal? But the CDC is coming out harping on this thing again about stop eating raw cookie dough. Three people have been hospitalized from a salmonella outbreak linked to flour. So they're coming out reminding people, hey, don't think of flour as something that could cause food poisoning. I, I should say most people don't think that flour is something that would cause food poisoning, right? Salmonella from flour, from cookie dough. I guess, you know, it's raw, so yeah. Uh, Here's some other items. According to Consumer Reports, they just ranked the top 10 foods that cause food poisoning. Now, flour is at number 10. So here here are nine other foods that cause more food poisoning than flour. Cantaloupe. Cantaloupes. Wow. Okay. Peaches, papayas, chicken, turkey, then onions... Then ground beef, deli cheese and meat is at number two, and the number one food poisoning causing food is bagged salad and other leafy greens. They found 50 different recalls linked to bagged salads since 2017, and they also cause the most deaths. Can you imagine someone dying from getting a food poisoning from 
A bag of salad? My gosh. Anyway, apparently flour is risky because it is raw and uncooked and sometimes gets exposed to animal fecal matter. Yeah, doesn't that just make you want to eat some raw cookie dough? But cooking does kill it, by the way. So you're, you're really not supposed to eat raw cookie dough, even though they it does taste delicious. It could not be so delicious uh, if you get salmonella. Okay, so be on the lookout out there, okay? Stay healthy, my friends. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us, hit us up, show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.